Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I'm so excited to be here on this fine Tuesday morning. Today we are getting into the Word of God. We are starting a conversation. I hope y'all are ready. I want you to grab your coffee, grab your tea. If you're driving, please be safe and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I'm so excited to be here with you on this fine Tuesday morning. Today, we are talking about the truth of God versus our truth. I think in this generation here, we have a lot of my truth, my truth, my truth, my truth, my truth. Our truth is supposedly, you know, the truth. And I do not agree with that. Your truth is what you believe. You are entitled to your own opinion. But when we're talking about the truth, we're talking about Christ. We're talking about the truth of God. In John 14, 6, as we stated in the last podcast, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way and the truth and the life. If you want to know the way, if you want to know the truth, and you want to know life and what the true essence of life is, that is through Jesus. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is saying that if you want to get into contact with the King of glory, if you want to get into contact with God, you got to understand this part of me that I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. So we have to be able to say today I put away my sin and I want to be a child of God. I pray that I will be a part of the family of Christ. I want to renounce my sin and I want to I want Jesus to come into my heart and be my personal savior. We are set free if we are in contact and con- continuous contact with Christ. When we are set free it means that we are set free from the sins of this earth we are set free from all the things that the enemy is doing it says then you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free then no longer you are you are no longer bound to what the enemy says and today the truth that we're talking about is in regards to us setting ourselves free from the captivity of sin when you know that your truth is groundless but the truth of christ is set in just power the way you see life is different because now i walk through life and i know that christ just said i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me so everything that i do has to go through jesus i have to be like jesus today i take you as my personal savior again Every day we need Jesus and I need to let I need to be able to say that Lord I am so happy that you send your son down Jesus Christ to come and die for my sins and to come and resurrect into ends is seated at the right hand of God Your truth can be groundless Like I said we live in a generation of my truth my truth my truth if someone thinks that their truth is that they are a certain creature or their certain person that's their truth and no one can you know counter um act that nobody can say anything about it but our truth is groundless 
we're doing it on feeling based on feeling based on opinions based on how we see ourselves in the in that specific day there's only one truth and that one truth is jesus and us saying that my truth my truth and because of my truth we cannot say anything else that's where the problem lies when you say my truth it's also an unspiritual it's not it's your truth but the way jesus is saying i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me that has a spiritual basis because it is jesus speaking saying if you want to know the way to truth if you want to know the way to the essence of life and you want to come to the father you gotta go through me we are free because the truth shall set us free from the bondage of sin from the bondage of our feelings of my truth and the lies that the enemy tries to put on us every single day we are risen with christ and we have the ability and we have the power to renounce sin and to say today i want to follow christ the only truth is god's word there's the only truth is god's word and when jesus is talking about the truth he's talking about him he's not talking about your truth because your truth can change with feeling it can change with the type of day you're having and i just want you to know that your truth is not god's truth because sometimes even the lies that we believe about ourselves to think that we're true like sometimes um you just think about yourself oh i am not worthy i'm not um i'm not worthy of receiving redemption i am not worthy of just being like sometimes when you have imposter syndrome like our truth sometimes can be skewed by our own thoughts and just certain things that we believe about ourselves but today if you're walking in god's truth you know that jesus is the way jesus is the life no one goes to the father except through him and you know that i have to make sure that my faith believes that i i am accepted i am set free from the bondage of sin and i am loved and i am able to take jesus as my personal savior and to meet god in all his glory god is good at all the time and when when it says that we shall be set free a lot of people think that you know it's just the day-to-day worldly you know tribulations and trials but no it's jesus is saying that the word of god will set us free from any thoughts and any confusion and any destructive um anything that has to do with sin any power of sin it will set us free so when jesus said the truth shall set you free um that the word of god jesus himself will set you free from the power of sin from us being slaves to sin that the word of god is what frees us from all the things that the enemy is trying to do and every day is a battle every day is a battle if you are not fighting a battle every single day you're not doing something right every day it's a battle of 
the right and wrong. It's a battle of, especially when you take Jesus as your personal savior, take a, a white chair. I don't know. That's the first color that came to mind. Take a white chair. When we sin, take a, a blanket, a black or a white, um, a green blanket. Yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. A white chair and a green blanket. When we come to Christ, that green blanket is sin. It's covered over us. And when we come to God and he, we take Jesus Christ as our personal savior and he, and then we, you know, the Holy spirit makes that transaction. He now lives in us. We, that green blanket is taken off that chair. So now we're left with a white chair. I'm only saying white chair because I have a white chair in my room <laughs> and a green blanket. So when sin, when we are in sin, we are covered by sin. We're all we know is sin. But once we get into the kingdom of God and once we take Jesus Christ as our personal savior, that covering of sin comes off. Now we are left with a white chair, blameless, because Jesus has taken that, that the control of sin, has taken that power of sin and has left us in glory and holiness, in righteousness. So then every single day, we are trying to keep that blanket of sin off. Every single day, what are we doing? We're trying to keep the blanket of sin off. And the days that, God forbid, you slip up, that blanket of sin comes back on. But so that we don't stay in sin, we got to go back and repent. And it, I believe in Psalms, it says you got to go and confess your sins. And the Lord will save you. I'm paraphrasing, but something like that. If you stay with that blanket of sin, it's only going to keep you in that blanket of sin. And then you're going to go deeper and deeper and you're going to get more um, consumed by sin. But once you sin, you go back to God and you say, God, because now you know that there is a, a place of holiness. There's a place of righteousness through Jesus Christ that you don't have to be covered by sin. You don't have to be consumed by sin. You go and say, God, I slipped up today. God, I am sorry. God, I repent of my ways and I want to walk back to you. So that blanket of sin automatically comes off you're starting on a, on a clean slate again. And now every single day, like I said, every day is a, it's a battle. It's a battle for right and wrong. It's a battle of the heart. It's a battle of where we're supposed to be. We're trying to say, God, every single day, I know it's a battle, but God, I choose you. God, I know you chose me and God, I choose you. I choose righteousness. I choose to live out of sin. That covering of sin cannot stay there. I want it removed. So whatever you have done, whatever you've done, whatever you've said, whatever, I want you to repent of your ways today and say, God, I want that covering of sin off because then you're left with the white chair. You are blameless. You are holy, um, holiness and righteous through Jesus Christ. It's not by your own strength. It's by Jesus. It's through Jesus. I am the way, the truth and the life. Now, every single day, that battle of the heart, that battle of right and wrong. Now, you know that Jesus is the way, the truth in the life so if i want to continue to live in truth and live in the pureness of life and to live in what god intended life to be i gotta be connected with god i gotta be connected with jesus every single day and that comes with the price that comes with you denouncing a couple things that comes with you just living according because it's it's by a snap, it's that quickly to get disconnected from God. But in a snap, it's that quickly to get connected, reconnected with God. Just like how it is easy to get disconnected because of sin, 
it's just as easy to get connected because he says, draw near to me and I shall draw near to you. When God is standing at the gate. So if you decide to enter with praise and thanksgiving, you decide to enter the gate of the Lord. He's going to, he's got, he's going to come to you. He's going to accept you. If you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. But you got to make that decision today. Make that decision today. I think, and we, we do this um, TV show thing, or I think it's a radio show for Ghana, um, for a radio station in Ghana. And I said something that this year, for my dad was asking, oh, what do you see for this year? What is the motto for your year? You know, stuff like that. Um, and I already told you what our church, it was like the good shepherd, the Lord is the, um, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Mine also is, this is the year of wisdom. We are tired of the false doctrines. We are tired of everyone using their opinion and my truth and my truth and my truth to change the actual word of God. I am tired of it. I'm actually tired of it. I think it's time for believers to stop being quote unquote, um, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with this, but it's, it's time for us to stop being lazy christians Ooh, i didn't want to say it but i just got to say it. the proverbs another place that talks about laziness a lot we cannot be lazy christians i am so sorry to say but we cannot if you hear someone talking about something about the word of god go into the word of god and find out stop relying on everyone to find answers for you when you also can go into the word the bible doesn't just preach to sinners and believers or pastors or prophets or evangelists it preaches to everyone the bible is reading all of us and we are reading it the bible's for everyone it's not for specific specific groups everyone has to read everyone has to get into the word everyone has to build that relationship with god we gotta start us um checking our relationships with god and if you hear something that is not according to what you know get into the word of god prayer fasting getting into godly counsel finding a community that is grounded in the word of god that's grounded in prayer that is grounded in the ways of god that will bring more um wisdom as well the Holy Spirit, get connected. The Holy Spirit that leads us into all truth. I think this is a year of wisdom. The The way the world is going, things are changing. Technology is getting more. If you want to interpret the Bible, there's technology there for you to get into it and to learn more about the Bible. I use logos. Um, it's something that in when I went to Bible school, Moody um, Bible Institute, that is where we were looking at. We have a lot of resources, but that was one of the things that we used, especially for my major. We did a lot of, um, um, what's that thing called? I forgot what it's called. It's, um, it's a Bible interpretation tool. Um, I totally forgot how to, I, I honestly forgot the name of it, but in the next podcast, I'll get it for you. But we used a lot of things to, commentary, that's the word, 
Bible commentary. We I use Moody Bible commentary. Um, I use other books that they've recommended to us, and I use a lot. I don't just use the Bible. I use different, and I use different um, types of Bibles, NIV, King James. Sometimes we go into the Hebrew. Like it's a lot, but that's because of what we were taught. We were, you know, you're taught to not just take what you see but you're so you're taught to dive deeper into what the bible is saying and a lot of people just take the surface of the bible they take one word and they move on with it but sometimes that one word is going to show up like five different places in the word of god and you got to know how that fits you can't just take one scripture and run with it you got to read the full passage we don't do that as Bible students, that's something they teach you. You can't do that. It's impossible. You got to read the passages, three passages before and three passages after. So I feel like this is the end, you know, because of what I went to school for is a little different, but still we have so much, um, we have a lot, so many resources given to us and around us that we can use. And we'll get into more resources. I'm going to see if I can get one of my professors to come on the podcast. Um, oh, that would be great. I have a lot of professors that I like. Um, but I really want one of my Bible professors to come on the podcast to speak about just interpreting the word of God. Because ooh, we literally spend a whole semester on that. and And you just start to see the Bible in a different way. Get in the word. Pray fast. It's time to not be lazy Christians and for us to be proactive Christians, not just taking what people say, not just taking what you heard, but actually going to the word and seeing what God is saying. So that's all I have to say today. Today was a little bit of a, I don't know, an eye opening podcast. God is opening up a lot of things in my life. And you know, the way God speaks to me is different than what God's, how God speaks to other people. But through the word of God, that's the basis right there, right there. The word of God, y'all, you will hear God's voice from the word of God. So I feel like everyone needs to get into it so we can, you know, all get into hearing the word of God and hearing God. And it's just a lot of things God has been convicting me about. The Holy Spirit has been just convicting me about, and especially this topic. So Let's be proactive Christians and just getting into his word and learning and not dying because of lack of knowledge, not falling into certain sins and certain doctrines because of lack of knowledge, because we decide not to seek knowledge. Lack of knowledge, wisdom. It says foos despise knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the fools I'm paraphrasing despise wisdom, meaning that it's a fool doesn't mean that you're a fool or dumb or anything. Fool means that there is wisdom, but you have made the choice to not seek it. And that's how I'm going to end it today. Fools in the Bible does not mean someone that does not know. Fools means that you know what is right. You know that if you gain this knowledge, this is what's going to happen. But you have made the choice to not do it. And then when the issues and the things happen, you start questioning God because you made the decision to not go and seek. Okay, well, we'll continue this next week.
Thank you, everyone. And have a good day. Bye.